All right, welcome to the Joe Danier podcast. I am Joe Danier. Today, I want to talk a little bit about one of my governing principles. You know, we're all trying to figure shit out. So the the minute that you think that somebody's got it figured out, you know, danger uh, really change change your 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 mode because uh, in in everybody's pursuit, we create rule sets and filters and machines to be able to like separate the bullshit from the stuff that's usable. And one of those things, like uh, one of the first pursuits was a financial pursuit, then came a health pursuit, then it came a business pursuit. And you, you kind of watch the common threads that you can, uh, you know, that are universal truths that you can use no matter where you're participating. And the, the big one is the, the pursuit of health in any one of those departments. And that's not just nutritional health where your body responds, but your mental health, your professional health, your spiritual health, your financial health, all of those things in, you know, put in the collective. So what I want to talk about here is, uh, you know, you talk, uh, one, one of the worst environments for practical exercise and, and use is the political realm how we feel about how the governance or how the the math behind civilization should actually work because everybody disagrees. And that's the way that it's absolutely supposed to be. Now, we live in a country where our founders took that disagreement and made it built into the cake. But when you have disagreement, that doesn't feel as good as unity. And so you have a choice. Either you get everybody to agree, you get everybody to compromise, or you basically vilify everyone and make everybody enemies. And you can guess where we're at right now. So I want to speak some of the truth that I use to make fighting with myself, the internal battles that I have a little bit more disciplined so that I have some, you know, better outcomes. So I'm going to use a metaphor here with sugar and more particularly uh, refined sugar. Now, if you were to on paper, look at what refined sugar is, it's basically the most pure version of sugar that when dosed into your body can readily create energy on command. Sounds pretty good, right? Refined, pure, perfect dose of energy. Now, the problem is that everybody who understands health knows that not giving the body exactly what it needs without allowing the body to work for what it needs is the absolute opposite of what health is. Now, most of us experience a lot of traumas and frictions because we get a dose too high of, you know, some kind of, uh, some kind of, um, you know, force against us. And we take injury because we're things were too hard, but it's, it's, really important not to pendulum swing back the other direction and make things too easy as well. So I use the refined sugar method as finding the best way to situate problems. So for instance, if you took, um, you know, socialism is probably the one that gets beat up the most. So if you think about it, all of your most noble ideas, right, are built into socialism. But the practical exercise of those ideas is elusive, never been done. In fact, a lot of people believe that socialism, socialism has never been tried. So a lot of these political issues, I try to stay as objective as I possibly can. And when you have someone say, okay, uh, I had a medical condition and I bankrupted myself because of the cost of healthcare. It is a hundred percent admirable to try to back the position 
that wants to care about a human being whose life is devastated by bills. So if you, or, or bankruptcy or, you know, medical bills or medical debts or the whole thing. So when you rewind that back where the idea of rescuing people from their worst moments is feels like you should be able to enact something that would totally control that. Now on the other side of the equation is, um, is the, you know, the, the nurse or the doctor or the hospital or the specialization that having, uh, having that money owed to is an entity that provided a service in exchange for, uh, for money that doesn't feel noble at all. Right. That feels like very transactional, very businessy, very, um, commercialized. And so, uh, from a emotional standpoint, which one of those two things are easy to propagate across your culture? Of course, the one that cares about people is the one that feels like it should most do. So if you were to take my rule set where I want, I want the suffering to end, right? I want to create environments we're suffering in. So if you were to take, uh, uh, you know, a noble deed and bring it into culture, and be able to do something. Let's just say Joe takes uh, free cell phones and I want anybody who doesn't have a cell phone, I'm picturing a person now, a person that doesn't have a cell phone, they don't have the means for the cell phone, and I see like the, the you know, the harder time they have it, the, the, the huge amount of disadvantage that they have because they don't have a cell phone, and I'm picturing that person and my, my heart goes out to them and my, my feelings go out to them and I want to rescue them. So I'm like, okay, well, the idea is cell phones. Now, if I went on a street corner and handed out free cell phones, how many of those cell phones would go to the person that I pictured? And how many of those cell phones would go to someone who exploited my generosity? Well, I would have to then endure the exploitation to get to the generosity. And I bet you the skew is that, I don't know, more than 50% of my efforts would go to enabling people that exploited generosity. And that's in culture, that would be exactly the ill health. That would be the exact opposite, what we wanted to achieve. If we can give the body pure sugar so that it could give me proper energy, right? Or, or immediate energy. It sounds like a good thing until you start waterfalling all the other things that go along with it that are toxic and hurt and create friction and create all kinds of stuff that you don't want as an output. So this is the deal. The way the body processes things in nature is that it gives you a proper balance. So if it gets energy from sugar, when there has to be fight, there has to be, uh, you know, there, there has to be some plight, there has to be some energy exhausted, there has to be some responsibilities and conditions so that the energy extraction is healthy. Now, I'm not against individuals going out there, finding someone who has some bills and paying them on their behalf. Go for it. I mean, I, if, that, if that's what touches your heart and you want to rescue someone, uh, our giving muscles are fully exercised on a regular basis here at this studio and in my operations. So individuals, awesome. But as an entity, like government does not have the ability to ex exact those kind of responsibilities on their charity. So they're not a great, uh, you know, they're, they're, there's not enough strings that you can put on the charity that, you know, makes culture or molds culture to a certain way. So the deal is I want to, if, if nothing else you take away from this little 10 minute deal is that pure sugar will equal ill health. If you can give a less refined version of sugar, you're still going to get energy, but you're going to have to work for a little bit. You're going to have to, you know, take the exploiters because the exploiters, they don't waste a whole lot of time 
uh, putting up with the responsibilities that get them to the prize, right? They'll go after the totally refined stuff, the totally free stuff, and that's where they'll stay. So if you can just put enough friction in place to keep the uh, the exploiters out of the mix, then the person who really needs it are going to be willing to go through whatever obstacles that you put there to keep the system honest. And even with doing that, you're not going to be 100% efficient at keeping exploiters out of the mix. But we're talking about percentages here. If a majority of the people taking the fruit are exploiting it, and very little of it are getting to the actual person that needs help, then you have to skew those numbers and keep working towards making sure that the people that actually need the help. So all things noble, um, you know, the uh, universal basic income is something that there's a certain amount of people that, you know, and we're already spending the money. There's a lot of uses that we could have uh, that can get to people who actually y- you need it. So uh, that, that's the, the four. And again, this is one thing where uh, you, it's going to be every, no, no matter who you are listening to this, you're going to stumble over a little bit of what I, what I said. Because I, I say these radioactive words like socialism and there's going to be a, a natural flag that goes up that says there's danger in even expressing what socialism is and same thing with capitalism and same thing with business and money and healthcare and all of those things, you know, they do something inside most of us. And depending on where you are ideologically, it's going to be like a, an electrified rail. It's going to be something that you take exception to uh, bus, uh, but us sort of in the middle looking out for people, but at the same time, you know, wielding our resources as intelligently as we possibly can as to help the most amount of people that we can uh, have to go between those two lines. I can't be on one side that says capitalism is awesome. And I can't be on one side that says that socialism is awesome because guess what? In their, uh, in their most pure form, it breaks my first law of in its most refined form, it's all going to do toxic damage and not get the health that your brain tells you that it will. All right, next time on the Joe Danier podcast. Have a great one.